This is uh, Father Mark McCormick from the Diocese of Rapid City. I work in the Office of Vocations uh, at the Newman Center at the School of Mines and a chaplain at uh, St. Thomas More Middle School High School. This is our newest Meet the Priest, Father Zane Peckren, who was ordained a priest uh, last night for the Diocese of Rapid City. He celebrated his first Mass this morning at the Cathedral, which was a beautiful experience. Father Zane, maybe you could just tell a little bit about yourself. Do you want to be called Father Zane or Father Peckren? Maybe start with that. Father Zane is works well for me. Kind of a little bit about myself. I grew up around Milesville, South Dakota, the small parish of St. Mary's Parish out there. We grew up on a ranch. I have two younger sisters, one who's a nurse and one who's still in high school. And that's, that's really been a place where I've, the Lord has done a lot of work to help for me to say yes and to step into this vocation that he's called me to. And that was very evident last night, Father Zane, as I met people from Milesville, from Philip, from Midland, who all came to celebrate your uh, ordination. Last night, I even, or this morning, I met a guy who is from Denver, who was your father's best man in his wedding, and he was so excited to be there. So can you just maybe share just a little bit about uh, growing up in, in that area? And I ask you to name one of your graces of formation these last eight years. And I think the second grace you said was just a heart filled with gratitude for the people who have helped formed and shaped you. Can, can you mention a little bit about that? Yes, so that was really one of the things that's experienced last night of looking out seeing so many people who come out to pray, to worship the Lord, and to intercede for the Lord as I as I take this next step. Uh, growing up really in that area of Philip, Midland, Milesville, it's, it's very small, and so you become kind of tight-knit, and there are so many people who would meet, would visit with, whether they're Catholic, whether they're not, that they would say, uh, how proud they were that I was doing this, uh, offer their prayers, their support. And so I really, really became like a, a little larger family that had there to draw a lot of support and, and prayers from as I, as I kind of went through formation. Yeah, that was very evident last night. I gave a lot of high fives to those people because they said, he's one of ours. He's, he's one of our sons. And so there was just a great pride and a great joy your in your priesthood, uh, your yes. So, so as you kind of continue to say yes to the Lord, can you maybe just talk a little bit, uh, Father uh, Zane, about some of the key areas or moments of you discerning uh, your vocation to priesthood? I think one of the things that I can point to that's helped me in discernment has really been relationships, both with the different priests who have been assigned as pastor to that parish cluster of Philip and Midland and Milesville. There have been numerous priests there that I've gotten to know and who have been very encouraging, very supportive, and they really help to witness Christ's love, how Christ has that great love for his church Christ has a great love for his priests and that call that he gives them to show that love to his people. As I got to know them and from their witness drew closer to the Lord in prayer, just found that there became more and more freedom to give that yes, to surrender to the Lord and trust him to lead me where he wants me. It's a, it's a beautiful uh, image of really trusting uh, in the Lord, these priests calling you to priesthood, the invitation 
to seek something uh, more. As Father Tyler said so beautiful uh, uh, today, um, in, you know, in his homily uh, about about that that more, uh, really trusting uh, in, uh, in the Lord that we we can't handle what the Lord gives us, but but He always gives us the more. And so it's that sense of really trusting in the Lord's presence. So uh, Father Zane, can you maybe just talk about that? first moment you know, we, we hear in the catechism that God is the one who takes the initiative to place within our hearts. So God has first invited you um, to think about priesthood, to think about becoming a priest of Jesus, to anoint, to forgive, to bring us uh, the Eucharist or people entrusted to you. Can you talk about that first moment when you kind of heard the Lord's invitation? One moment where that comes to mind of very clearly hearing the Lord's invitation to priesthood was uh, one of the, one evening just sitting there visiting with a friend when I was in seminary in Winona. And we just spent some time visiting, talking with how things were going. And there was really just the sense of joy in my heart and the sense of peace as we were visiting about priesthood, about what it would be like to minister, to encounter these people, to bring Christ's love, Christ's mercy and I really just noticed that there was a, a deep peace, a deep joy that that just kind of sat there and just was able to just abide in that. Mm-hmm. And that was really one of the ways that the Lord kind of helped me to take more and more of those steps to, to continue to surrender as notice the Lord's movements through that, that deep silence, that deep peace, and just wanting through that to draw ever closer to the Lord in prayer. Right. You know, when we hear Jesus says, Remain with me and abide in me. And even St. Augustine, when we begin to abide in the Lord's presence, there's a true peace. There's, a, there's not a restlessness, but there's a, an overwhelming sense of being loved. And that's just what I heard you uh, describe, visiting with this, this classmate of yours, both pondering priesthood, and yet there's a deep abiding presence. And we hear, uh, and again, that uh, first part of John, those who remain in my love, abide in my love, um, that's what will bear much fruit. And so just that intimate relationship uh, uh, with, with Christ. So again, this is uh, Father Mark McCormick uh, with uh, Father Zane Peckron, a newly ordained priest. Uh, c- can you maybe in your own way talk about that abiding presence? You know, how do you remain uh, with the Lord? How has this seminary uh, formed you to be First and foremost, uh, a man uh, of prayer. Your deacon this morning praying fervently that Father Zane will be a holy priest, uh, a man of prayer, a priest filled with the joy of the Lord. One of the ways that seminary has helped to form me in that is by that, that daily holy hour, that daily hour to come away to rest with the Lord uh, very often for the tabernacle or in adoration. And I found found that's something that I I notice when I if I haven't had that that time with the Lord and very often it can be just sitting there being in the presence of a close friend, mm-hmm. and at times there are things to things to speak about and other times there's just the joy of just just being with the Lord just sharing in that presence, mm-hmm. and so that's been something that's really drawn my heart and really given me great joy over these years in the seminary and looking forward to life of priesthood to come. Right. Father Zane, of just uh, being uh, with the Lord, sharing 
in the Lord's presence. So again, relating our our feelings, our thoughts, and desires. You know, just that whole image of relationship, identity, mission. Um, that 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 your who you are as a priest begins with that relationship with Christ, that deep, inti- intimate, personal encounter with Christ, knowing your beloved sonship uh, as a son of the Father, and now sent uh, out into the mission field uh, to be. Uh, to be uh, uh, his priest. Um, can you tell a little bit about your, um, what was your diaconate year like? I know you were in St. Joseph's and Spearfish, St. Paul's and Belfouche, and then living as, as a deacon this past year. What was that experience like? What were some of those responsibilities of that? I know the first way to describe it is just uh, a grace-filled at times, just overwhelming experience of really experiencing the Lord's generosity and the generosity of His people, and the great joy that it was, especially when I was there in Spearfish and Belfouche, uh, to be with the people, and I was just overwhelmed by their generosity of how freely they opened their lives to their deacon, to their priests, and how much they want you to be a part of their family and you become a part of their families and take upon that role as now as a priest, as a father. And so that was being very beautiful and touching for me to see the Lord at work through that. And then also being at the seminary this last year as a deacon really took kind of a role, at least in, in my hall and some of the guys that were put under me of getting to know them, getting to spend time with them, and really just praying for and seeking to support those guys as they as they continue to grow closer to the Lord and seek to follow where He is leading them. Mm-hmm. Well, what was it like to know that you were going back to Spearfish, back to St. Joe's, back to St. Paul's and Belfouche, when when you heard Bishop tell you this is where you're going for your first assignment? I know Monsignor... Wooster was delighted uh, uh, to have you back. I'm very excited, very excited to go back. Uh, there's the joy of I've already gotten to meet some of the people there, and I'm I'm really just excited to see how the Lord will lead me, the graces He wishes to bestow, and how He wants to use my gifts to build up the kingdom of God. And that's with which each some of the assignments and the places where the Lord has put me. They've always been very stretching, mm-hmm. but that's where I've had the most growth. And it's, I'm, I'm always amazed at how the Lord is able to use the gifts he has given me to touch others and to, to show his love to his people. Mm-hmm. And I'm just very grateful and very humbled to be that instrument for him. Right. Even that must be very affirming last night, even Bishop mentioned the many gifts that, that you have that he has seen and you over these past eight years now, the Lord will use those gifts uh, to draw people um, to himself. And there might even be some new gifts uh, that are, have yet to be discovered that the Holy Spirit will uh, surprise you in, in, in many ways. Uh, again, maybe just go back to that moment last night uh, of your ordination. Can you just describe or share some of that that experience, that those, especially those who weren't there last night, just to see the packed cathedral and to see this four-year drought uh, come to an end and how the Lord is pouring forth His abundant grace upon you. Yeah, I, 
I just kind of wanted to reiterate, I mean, there was that very deep sense of gratitude of seeing so many there to worship and to pray. There was, it was very humbling to see that there were so many people there and how the Lord has, through His grace, that I've been able to encounter so many people in the diocese and in numerous other dioceses through both seminary, through formation, summer assignments, that I've met so many people. And it was just such an honor to have, as you say, that, that full cathedral there to, to pray, to intercede to the Lord. And also just to know that I know that I did not get here by my own, that there's been so many people praying for me over these years to intercede to the Lord. And so knowing that there's been so much of that here to bring me to this point, that there are so many people there praying, interceding at that Mass, and knowing the generosity of the people of this diocese, the people of God, that asking their continued prayers, that as as you'd mentioned, Deacon Thomas's intercession of help the Lord forming me to be his holy priest. It really begins, as Bishop said last night, very attentive to point out the, the faith of your father Steve and your mother Nina. Um, and, and how the and how they formed your faith and, and brought you to church and and so I think really vocations are born uh, within within families. Uh, as you think about last night, or is there just uh, just to press you a bit? Is there just like one moment that just I mean the people, the the music, the the laying on the hands, the oil in the hands, uh, the presenting of the the chalice and the the patent the. Father Kevin vesting you. Holy gosh, there's just so much, you know, uh, so this might be pressing you too much, but there's just that, any of those that just, you know, kind of struck a, uh, uh, struck your heart in a, in a particular way. I guess the, in the part that's, that really touched me was uh, the part of the litany of the saints. Uh-huh where I was laying prostrate before the altar of offering my life, offering my heart to the mm-hmm. Lord. And all the while hearing the the choir, the priests, the people, all chanting, asking the Lord's grace, the Lord's mercy, and the prayers of all these holy men and women, saints of God, that have gone before us and formed that great cloud of witnesses that continue to inspire and to intercede for us before God the Father. And it was just that that beautiful moment of just all right, Lord, I surrender. I surrender more deeply to you, and I want you to form me how you know that I need to be formed to be a good instrument, to be a good priest for you. Right, it's a beautiful image of of that of, of surrendering it all uh, to the Lord, because you're no longer your own. Uh, you belong to Him, the way, the truth, and the life. I was having coffee this morning with Father Marty Schaefer. Uh, who is uh, who is a vice rector of IHM, who uh, Father Zane uh, knows. But he was just saying how how impressed he was or how moved he was, just the way you offered the sign of peace to all the priests. There was this there was just this sense of, uh, really embracing them, you know. And uh, he was just moved moved by that. Uh, and I and I and I agree. I just to to watch you uh, at that sign of peace to, to being brought into this. Uh, this brotherhood of, of priests uh, called by, by Christ. It was, again, a, a moving experience. What about this morning, that, you know, when you, the first time when you consecrated 
the host in which this ordinary bread and wine, uh, by your calling down the power of the Holy Spirit, becomes the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. What was? Can you talk about that? In some ways, it's still a, a little bit surreal that right. that all of this has really led up to this point, and yeah, that the the Lord's gifts, the Lord's grace is to be able to offer Christ's sacrifice, to pray the Mass, and to enter more deeply into Christ's passion, death, and resurrection. And as Bishop said, in that unbloody way in his homily last night, that, that really through this, through being able to pray and offer the Mass, that can unite the the joys, the struggles, the sufferings of all the people of God with that perfect sacrifice of Christ. And again, just that humbling experience of being the Lord's instrument to to join all those together and offer those back to the Father. Right. And through that to feed the Lord's people with his body and blood to to fill and to nourish them with with Christ, who fulfills every one of our desires and needs. It's so true to really believe that, that, uh, that we are uh, enough for the Lord, and He's the one that fulfills, like you said so well, uh, our every desire and need, if we can just uh, put ourselves into to, to His presence. Uh, um, just a couple more things. I don't know how much time we have, but I'm just uh, enjoying this uh, conversation with you, Father Zane. This is a beautiful thing um, when the bishop anointed your hands last night, and then you, you wiped them off in a, a special linen. And then you presented that to your mother, Nina, and a stole to your father, Steve. Can you, can you share a little bit about that? It's a beautiful tradition. So the way that tradition is, is that after the priest's hands are anointed with the sacred chrism, that there's in that special linen that you wipe that excess chrism off on, that is given to your mother because as... The priest's hands are meant to show God's love and God's mercy. It's, it's really through our mother that teaches us that love, that mercy. And so that's kind of that, that gift back to her. And as I mentioned this morning when I gave that stole to my father, that the reason that we wear the stole is from Roman times. It was that symbol of authority. And just like from our fathers, we, we learn authority. We learn how to be good disciples of the Lord as fathers, their role to be the leader of the family, to lead their family to Christ, and really in a special way to teach their sons how to be that that father, that authority figure that, that seeks to serve, that seeks to draw up those placed in their care and to lead them ever closer to God the Father. Uh, it's beautiful. Said I, I wish more fathers would have been there today, just because I think that's one of the things that fathers have given their their responsibility away to lead their families in the ways of Christ, in the ways of knowing Jesus. Uh, and so, I mean, to, to hand that to your father today and uh, to your mother was just this amazing uh, encounter that really moved my, you know, heart profoundly. What Marian Mass did you use today? So the, the Mass that I used was Mary, Mother, and Mediatrix of Grace. Right. And it really, through the prayers, points towards how Christ, who is the one and true mediator, that he has given Mary, his mother, the special share in that, in that mediatorship of pointing towards Christ, of helping to lead more and more people to her son, and really being a worker to point towards Jesus, and also to, from Jesus to then Mary gets to distribute those graces that 
this is an, a great honor that Christ has given to his mother. Right. There's a beautiful uh, image in, in the Constitution of the Sacred Liturgy that says, I think it's paragraph 63 or 65 of Vatican II that says, the reason that we honor Mary uh, in the church because she has this inseparable bond to the saving mystery and redemption of her son Jesus. And so uh, even today I just had, uh, I just saw your Marian heart. And this inseparable bond will bring your priesthood uh, much, uh, much joy. And even the gospel, do whatever uh, he tells you. Um, um, it's just a, a great image. I mean, maybe just uh, one last uh, uh, thing for you, Father Zane. Uh, all those listening uh, to this podcast, uh, what about encouraging our young people uh, to say yes to the Lord like you said? And it's a long haul. My gosh, it's been eight, uh, eight years um, but, you know, uh, but just your faithfulness and, and being opened and the Lord uh, ever moving you. Even Father Schaefer said this morning, gosh, he was so calm last night. Uh, at, you know, at one time he seemed a little, uh, a little um, I don't know how he described it in your early years uh, at the seminary, but there was just this great sense of being calm. I think you, you talked about that a number of times in this interview about just resting in the Lord's presence. So do you have any advice for, for young people who might be listening to this, or even moms and dads, to encourage their sons to think about uh, this incredible gift of the priesthood? Yeah, I would say that really for all young people, that there is such a joy in drawing close to the Lord, in, as you say, abiding with Him, that. I mean, with the things of the world, they can give us little little momentary happiness, or, but in the end, it, it just feels so empty. And I think that's one thing we see in our world, and those who are drawn very close into the world, is that there there's an emptiness, there's a hollowness, that they know they're made for more, but don't quite know where to find that. Right. And I can really say that, yes, it's been eight years, but it was reflecting with one of the priests of last night like I can't believe that it's that eight years have already gone past and to this moment and I would just say that in drawing close to the Lord in spending time with him there is a consolation there's an abiding joy an abiding peace that the world cannot give that the world there's so much movement hustle bustle noise chaos and really in spending time with that lord you get to know the silence to be comfortable in the silence and hearing the lord speak in the quiet of your heart right thank you again this is uh father mark mccormick uh, with the office of vocations uh for the diocese of rapid city uh, uh, interviewing uh father zane peckern who is ordained uh, last night at Our Lady of Perpetual Help Cathedral, and now uh, celebrated his uh, first Mass uh, today, which was just a, a great uh, celebration with uh, your brother priest, the seminarians, your family, and a good crowd today uh, to be there for that first uh, Mass. So I know we're running short on time, so would you give us your blessing, Father Zane? Certainly. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.